I want to talk about this idea of hodling. And can you still say that you're hodling in Bitcoin if you uh, have pledged these coins as collateral to take out a dollar-based loan? Um, technically, you haven't sold your Bitcoin. But... Um, but you have extracted dollars out uh, on the basis of the Bitcoin, right? On the basis of this Bitcoin. And if you pay back your loan, right? If you pay back your loan, you get the Bitcoin back, but not until you pay it back. So my, my fundamental problem, I think, is that... Um, there, it's a marketing gimmick for people to say they're hodling. It means they're holding on. It means they're not going to sell their Bitcoin. Come thick or thin, and this is exactly what they mean. Come thick or thin, we're holding on. We don't care about the price. We don't care about the volatility. And it's the perception that we're in it together. Uh, if it goes down, I'll lose money with you type thing. It's this perception. Uh, that induces people into thinking, okay, if I hodl, I'm, at least I'm not going to be alone. There's other people hodling out there. Um, we can hodl together. But what they don't tell you is if they've actually pledged this Bitcoin, right, for some kind of dollar loan. And I was thinking, why are these dollar loans so popular? Well, because they can at least claim that they haven't sold their Bitcoin, Right, but it's sort of a lie to say that you're hodling when you've actually pledged this Bitcoin as collateral for a dollar-based loan. Because this person is, in a way, hedged their risk. Like if Bitcoin, Bitcoin price were to drop 90% in a day or two, which can happen, um, it's possible. Why would they pay back the loan to get an asset that, that's basically dropped 90% in value. They wouldn't, right? Nobody would. It's not in their incentive to, right? These are these aren't loans where they're going to hit your credit score. These are collaterally back loans, right? But as we saw in the last crypto crash, um you know, these the, the people that are lending money uh you know, talking about the people lending money with collateral, they still have risk. Are they going to be able to sell the collateral in time, right? To, you know, they have to make it, they have to make, an, you know, a guess. Will there be a market? Will there be bidders? Uh, will they lose money on the loan? All of these things are possible. And, you know, they have this phrase, don't sell your Bitcoin, right, that you should hodl. And I've talked about hodl before. But what I really, and I've talked about how if the Bitcoiners are actually selling their Bitcoin, yet they're saying hodl to other people, that's a form of fraud. Well, what about the Bitcoiners who say hodl and they're not selling their Bitcoin, but they are taking dollar-based loans uh, using the Bitcoin as collateral? So in that, that means they haven't sold it, but they have transferred over the private keys to the lender, because the lender needs to be able to sell this Bitcoin collateral if you if they don't pay back the dollar based loan. And again, and again oh, oh, their their dollar risk is somewhat hedged based off of the you know amount of loan that they got. So I don't know. There could, there's all kinds of different rates out there for for loan to value is what they call it. 
um, say you had to put up twice as much Bitcoin. Uh, and, it, you know, there's just a random number. For some people, it's, it's probably not that high. Um, but, uh, well, if Bitcoin crashes, right, 90%, you're probably better off not paying off that loan, right? Even if you, well, what is the math? So you had to put up uh, 100K in Bitcoin, and you got a um, you got a 50k loan. Uh, so if you if you want to pay that that loan back, the 50k to get the Bitcoin back, uh, you can do the math, right? So if Bitcoin drops um, half to half its value, it's only worth 50k. So that would be a break even point. So anything less than that, uh, you're better off sort of keeping. Um, keeping the, the, the loan and, and say, yeah, you take the Bitcoin, you take the Bitcoin. Um, so you've still lost half of your value, but if Bitcoin drops 90%, you're better off not paying it. You sort of hedge your risk. Like the lender is on the hook, right? The lender's on the hook. And in a way, at that point, you could say, I guess they were, you know, the collateral was taken and they sold their Bitcoin while they were set, claiming to be hodling. So I just think it's disingenuous. I also think it's a marketing scheme. And I do think it is fraud because um, you're not on the same page. If you've taken out a dollar dollars as a loan, uh, now you have to pay interest too. And I didn't calculate that in my example. But uh, depending on the rate, right, maybe it's worth it. Uh, but you still have sort of extracted out some dollars based on this Bitcoin's value that you're claiming to have hodled. So maybe you're, you're, uh, I don't even think you could say that you're being honest when you say hodl, if you've taken out dollar based loans on it, because technically, uh, it's in the control of the lender, right? If it's a collaterally based backed loan, it's in the control of the lender. So, um, how many people in Bitcoin are saying hodl, are saying that they've never sold, but they've taken out a loan based on Bitcoin, right? Backed by Bitcoin collateral. I would guess a lot, right? So maybe they, they say they've never sold their Bitcoin, which is some people haven't, sure. But a lot of people are taking out these loans because they don't want to incur the taxes, number one, the hit on the taxes, the capital gains tax. They also are very bullish, right? They want the price of Bitcoin to go up. They don't want additional Bitcoin coming on the market, but maybe they want access to dollars, right? So um, they have this incentive to, to just borrow, right? Borrow against their, their, uh, their Bitcoin, which they think is going to rise you know, indefinitely in value. This is the mindset of a Bitcoin hodler. They also use the term hodl to induce buying, to, to induce a sense of we're in this together. This is a group thing. We'll ride the waves together. You know, it'll go, it'll crash 80% one year, but then it'll come back even stronger. The next, you know, these people like to use cycles and they say they'll come back every four years, right? I mean, no one knows what Bitcoin's going to do. Uh, past performance is not, you can't expect the same pattern, right? Um, so, but they, they're inducing you with a sense of we're in this together. But I guarantee you, you're not all in this together. Some people have positioned themselves to take out loans, right? 
um, some people, uh, some people also bought in at, you know, $300, right? And you maybe bought in at what, you know, 60,000, 69,000, you wrote it all the way down, right? So while these people like Dan held, you know, the whole list of them who claim that they're hodling, right? How long have they been in Bitcoin, right? Ask yourself that, ask yourself, well, what price do you think they bought in, to Bitcoin. Are we really in this together? Right? Or are they are they still up even with this huge decline, right? From 69k, you're not in this together. No one is in this together. Everyone is out for themselves. And I really just dislike this hodl term being used uh falsely. Now, I'm not accusing everybody who says hodl of being dishonest or committing fraud, but if you are if you are championing hodl if you are telling people to hodl and yet you have taken out a dollar uh, loan ba- based on your Bitcoin collateral, if you have ever sold Bitcoin, right? Or if you got in at $300 and you're trying to induce people to hodl who got in at, at, who got in at 60K, you're not in the same position as them, right? You're not in the in the same position, you're not in the same starting point. And I think it's very dishonest to pretend like you're just all in this together. You're all going to ride the waves together. Everyone's in the exact same position uh, that everyone should just ride it down. Everyone should just take their loss like a, like a man or something. This is this kind of behavior, this kind of inducing, this kind of inducement, I think is a form of fraud. It's, it's sort of inducement in the opposite direction. It's inducement not to sell, right? While other people are either selling, right? Because someone's selling, while other people are selling, while other people are taking out dollar-based loans off of the Bitcoin collateral uh, to maybe hedge their risk or to even spend some of the value of the Bitcoin now, in a sense, right? You're, versus other people who are really just hodling, <laughs> They're just waiting. They don't get to, they, they're not taking out loans. They don't get to enjoy anything, uh, in the present based off of the, the collateral of the Bitcoin. Um, because that collateral could go to zero, right? So in a sense, people taking out dollar loans now based off of the Bitcoin collateral, uh, at least they got to enjoy it now. What if it goes to zero in two years? Or what if it goes to 3000, right? Um, at least they got something out, right? And maybe they didn't repay the loan. Who knows? I don't know. I'm just speculating. I'm just trying to explain that nothing is ever what it seems, especially with the Bitcoiners, right? Not, they never tell the truth. They never tell the complete truth. Let's just say that. Um, they always, always, always are hiding something. <laughs> they're, they're hiding something. If they're telling you to hodl, um, it's best to assume they've sold Bitcoin in the past, right? Maybe they bought it $100. Maybe they got into Bitcoin at $300, right? Or maybe they've taken out a dollar loan, right, and pledged their Bitcoin as collateral. In my opinion, that Bitcoin is no longer theirs unless they pay off that loan. So while I can see they didn't sell it, they did transfer it over to, some, to, to custody of somebody else, control of somebody else in order to get dollars in the present. That's a form of, now it's not quite selling, but it is a form of using this Bitcoin uh, in a way to extract real dollars out. 
So it's, it's not hodling, right? If you, if you are taking out a dollar base loan off of your Bitcoin collateral, you are not hodling. So I'd like people who say that they're hodling to be very clear in what it is they're doing. Are you really just sitting on your Bitcoin, right? And you've never sold? What was your entry price, right? Uh, you know, what was your entry price? And have you ever taken out a dollar backed loan on any of your Bitcoin? I think it's all a gimmick, this marketing gimmick of hodling. Um, you know, and I was uh, beating up on Bitcoin miners in the previous, my previous little podcast, but I'll continue uh, my onslaught of them here. You know, big, you know, a lot of Bitcoin miners are also in the game of hodling. They're also in the, but, but what do they, 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 they tend to put it on their balance sheet. Also throw in market strategy here too. They also use their Bitcoin on their balance sheet to pledge to get a loan, right? And in Michael Saylor's case, I think to buy more Bitcoin, which is unbelievable, right? Um, but I think it did happen. You know, but Bitcoin miners, especially the public companies that have Bitcoin on their balance sheet, are they double dipping? Are they actually being truthful? Are these like Bitcoin without any other claims? Or are these Bitcoin that also have been used to uh, to get a loan, right? Uh, Bitcoin miners have been notorious, apparently, for using Bitcoin, right? They don't want to sell the Bitcoin, but they pledge it as an asset to get a loan. Uh, they do that to buy uh, mining equipment, right? They do this to pay their bills um, because they try to make themselves look like they're hodling, right? Well... Uh, I don't think that they can be claiming to hodl if those coins that they're saying they're hodling are actually being pledged for a dollar-based loan. Now, I assume that they have some free and clear Bitcoin on their balance sheet, but hopefully they've been doing some good accounting and not including all the Bitcoin they have if they do have, in fact, you know, uh, collateralized Bitcoin loans. So... Maybe they're doing some good accounting. Let's hope that they have some good people on their team uh, because, you know, this could be securities fraud because some of these Bitcoin miners are, in fact, uh, publicly traded companies. <laughs> and I think that they could be already sued for securities fraud for basically spouting off, you know, Bitcoin's a battery. Bitcoin helps stabilize the grid. All the all this nonsense that they that they spout off. I think that this is admission of a lie, a misstatement of fact. Uh, so they're already committing massive amounts of, of securities fraud. You don't have to throw in this potential HODL stuff uh, to get these Bitcoin miners. Um, all right. I think I'm done here. Um, yeah, I, I'd really just like the, the Bitcoin space to be cleaned up. I mean, you know. Stop using language if it's untrue. Uh, you're, you know, you're inducing buying with HODL. You're inducing not selling maybe with HODL. Maybe that's the more appropriate term. Um, but again, look at the actions of the people that are telling you to HODL. Ask them questions. Have you ever taken out a dollar base loan? What's your entry price? <laughs> What's your average entry price? Uh, have you ever, ever, ever sold a Bitcoin? Right? Make them be honest. Um, I think I think that if they're a public figure, 
<clears throat> in this space. They should be very honest when they're marketing, right? When they're using the term, we're in this together, right? It always comes back. I think they're committing fraud. And I think that, that you could nail them uh, for this fraud. But um, we haven't seen anybody really publicly yet in the Bitcoin space who's a big, you know, uh, PR person or marketer or, you know, public figure, right? Thought leader or whatever uh, come under fire. But I think that that will happen um, pretty soon. 